0: Hey guys, welcome to the Something About Tuesdays podcast. I'm your host, Phoebe Joy. Join me every other Tuesday for a lighthearted podcast to keep you company while you do your thing. Hey guys, welcome back to episode five of Something About Tuesdays. Hi. Hey. Welcome. I am so glad that you are here. In fact, I wanted to start the podcast by saying thank you so very much to all my friends and family who have left feedback, whether it's through a text message or a phone call or a like on Instagram or even some five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Thank you all so, so much. Um, It means a lot to me. I know this is sort of like a a new thing that I'm doing, right? And it always feels so good when people you care about and the people around you just show up for when you do something. You know, show up through that text message. Throw, up, Show up, throw up. <laughs> that would be terrible. <laughs> show up through that phone call. Um, Show up through, you know, the simple like on Instagram. You guys, it means so much to me. I just want to say thank you. Thank you, thank you. I do not take it for granted that I have such an amazing support system um through all the people around me who who care enough to let me know that hey we support you in this we, you're doing great keep keep up the good work or you know keep trying this is awesome and it means a lot to me and so i want to say thank you to everybody who has said something everybody who's given feedback it means a lot thank you so very much i greatly appreciate you um and i I like to call it like my my cheerleaders, right? Like my friends who cheer me on. You've got the people in your life who always just seem to encourage you and always seem to give you a good word. And so they're your cheerleaders in your life. And uh, about a week or so ago, I had an opportunity to kind of be a cheerleader for someone else. I got to show up for for some other people. And I got to cheer on actually some uh, of my students for um, in their cross-country meet. And so that... You guys, as good as it feels to be cheered on, like as good as it feels to get the text and things like that, it feels, I would say, just as good, if not even better sometimes to cheer on other people. So a couple of my fave teachers are are coaches across country and when they let me know when the meet was, it actually ended up being pretty close to where I lived. And I was like, you know what, I think, I think I want to stop by. And I thought about this during that school day. And I was able to tell some of my students who actually are in the cross country. And they were so excited. Just when I was like, hey, I think I'm going to be there. Their little eyes just lit up. And they were like, really, you're gonna come? And I was like, well, yeah, yeah, I'm going to come. And now I'm really getting excited, you know, because first I was going to support my teacher coaches, but I didn't even think about the fact that I also have students running like hello, like those are the ones who really need support. And I was like, yes, I'm going to be there. And so when I told them they were super excited, but the looks on their faces when I was actually there, albeit a few minutes late, traffic was rough, but I did show up. <laughs> when I was there, they were even more excited. I mean, the hugs and the smiles and they're like, Miss McKay you made it. And I was like, yes, I did. And I originally went just to just to kind of be there. I was I was curious. I was like, you know what? I've never been to a cross country meet before. I've seen them practice. It's close to home. Why don't why don't I just stop by? But I had a blast. So there's the cheering people on that. Like as we grow up and become adults, it's, it's definitely like the the, the nice word, the quick message, the, the check-ins, the saying, hey, you're doing great and things. And then there's the actual cheering on at like games and meets, which is the verbal, loud, vibrant, just like, hey, yeah. And that, my friends, is fun. <laughs> like cheering people on at the top of your lungs Is so much fun and being able to do it because not often do we really get a chance to use that kind of that registry of our voice right where you can scream at the top of your lungs and and for a good reason right and so being able to do that and to literally be like go so and so you got this to scream out as loud as I could positive words words of encouragement I mean it's almost like I was cheering myself on you know like I'm cheering them on I want them to hear but getting it out there, it, it like, I, I heard what I was saying and it circulated back, you know, it made me feel good. And there was just this, you know, it felt like this cycle of like, I'm cheering them on, but in the process I'm being cheered on. And <laughs> it was just this great thing. And so I want to like, thank you to all my people, my friends who have cheered me on in this and cheered me on in this process. And like, it it was just awesome. And I definitely I enjoyed being able to cheer the kids on at cross country. That was a blast. In fact, I do plan to go to another one. That's how much fun it was. Uh, and that's how much, I mean, if you get an opportunity to kind of like step outside of normal life for a little bit, it's, it's fun. Like aside from having students, which I have four students who are runners um, in, in the cross country team. And um, like aside from being able to like, Other than them, I probably would not have much purpose going other than knowing them and knowing the coaches, you know. But if you do know somebody or if you do have influence over children or you um, are like a mentor or something like that for somebody or you know that they look up to you, show up for them, especially in the most unexpected places, and cheer them on. And if you get a chance to cheer them on vocally, like super loud, such as like at a graduation or anything, graduation, yeah, that, y'all. I I love graduations and awards ceremonies and things. Awards ceremonies are great, though sometimes you do have to be a little dignified. Uh but graduations, I mean, go wild, right? And I love to go wild. I try to be you guys know this by now, like I like to think about who I want to be and reflect on, you know, h- how am I coming across to others? What kind of character am I showing and and things like that. And so I try to be a very Dignified and classy and elegant person and just someone who is calm and just wonderful and and peaceful, you know, and graceful, all of those things. (laughs) But I mean, get me out of graduation. Get me at a moment where for a minute I can just sort of become a little undignified and just let it all go and be like, yeah. I love it. I love it. Give me the appropriate situation to scream and go crazy, and I am there. I am there for that person. I am there for you. I absolutely love it. Now, it's funny, as I mentioned, that I do try to be dignified and and graceful, and (laughs) I just thought of this. So at the cross-country meet, while I was there, so if you've ever been to, I guess, um, or I don't know if this is all of them. This is the only one I've been to. But at this one, there were ropes that marked off the – the The way that the kids need to run, like the the track or the pathway, and so um, those ropes, once the last kid went past, you could go under it to kind of catch up with the other kids and keep cheering them on and so we had done this for a few times i 'm there with um with one of the coaches, and i 'm running with them and going under it. And everybody like everybody was doing parents, everything like that. And usually I'm not the first one there. So other people hold it up or, you know, I somehow make it under. Well, this time you guys, I was kind of the first, like getting towards being the first person there. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to get under that rope and maybe help somebody or whatever. But my hands were busy because I had my, they were occupied because I had my phone in my hands. Cause I was trying to record the kids so they could see themselves and, 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 cheer for and things like that. And so I was like, well, let me just duck duck under this rope really quick. <laughs> you guys, all right. Anytime you think you're doing something good, life will take a minute to humble you. So I had my hair in this nice low bun, you know, classy little low bun that was held together by one pin, okay? And this was a very strong pin. I mean, it was enough to hold the low bun in its spot. And I, I guess not... I mean, less than an inch had to be sticking up from the bun. I mean, less than an inch, maybe half an inch, right? So I go to go under the rope, and I—I I guess I was the first one because nobody was there to lift the rope or anything. But I try to go under it. I guess sort of um, oh, what's the game? Um, 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 limbo style, <laughs> some way, but like ducking under, kind of get under that rope. It was pretty low. And you guys, that rope got a hold of that pin, and I go under, and I go, whoop, and it yanked my head back, my poor little head. <laughs> so I go under, and I go, all, and it just, it just yanks my head back, because that pin got stuck on that rope. And you know it's bad when other people kind of, like, look, look at you left to the right, and they kind of side glance and give you those pitying looks, like, ooh, like, we know that, that was embarrassing. <laughs> and I was like oh no and in the video if you because it was recording all you see is is my hand moving and then all you you see the um all you see is me and the movement and then all of a sudden you hear me go oh no not the hair (laughs) and I was like oh my goodness you I'm I'm there trying to do a good thing try to cheer people on just as others have cheered me on and man my poor little head got yanked back and it was, i was fine and and honestly and that pin it didn't move like it was a powerful pin but it was enough to to yank my head back and that was that was pretty embarrassing but it wasn't it wasn't too too bad at all so another thing um that happened in the last couple of weeks is i had the opportunity to sing at our um, statewide ladies conference and what that is is I'm I'm Pentecostal I'm part of the United Pentecostal Church International and so every state has their own you know conferences and things like that and so we had our ladies conference which is just where you the you know all the ladies of the state get together to worship God you know to hear a great message from you know another woman and to encourage each other and just to have a good old time and i had the opportunity to sing at this ladies conference which i absolutely love i've been able to do it for the last couple of years and it is so much fun like first off it's definitely an honor you know being asked to sing anywhere um particularly you know to sing at a conference or to sing at a rally or anything is is an honor it's a great experience and i do not take it for granted i don't take it lightly and but it's also pretty fun And I like it because it's, you know, it's a, it's something different out of the ordinary. Like I sing at my church, I sing most Sundays, but, um, and so with that comes the practice and, you know, sometimes things just become habit and mundane, but you throw in a conference and all of a sudden you're like, oh, I got to learn these new songs and like a bunch of them (laughs) within a month's time or something and it could be fun though you're learning songs that maybe uh, like we don't sing at our church or that I haven't heard and so I get to learn new songs I get to work with new people and sing with new people from across the state and that's always fun I love getting to know new people getting to getting to see them and be like hey and it's fun trying to figure out how we mesh, you know, musicians and singers and everything like that. It's something that I greatly enjoy about Ladies Conference. It's just a blast from all together. And I don't, if you've ever had an opportunity um, as a musician or a singer to kind of get a a group together, you know, one that you don't normally sing with or or jive with, it's kind of, it's fun. It's um, something, I'm trying to think of the word, like it's new, but it's, oh, I can't think of the word Uh, ah, we're just gonna drop it. But anyway, it's a really fun experience. And it's great to do. And it just shakes things up and keeps it fun. But a moment that I had at ladies conference, and it's a moment you really honestly could have anywhere, but I thought about it there was when I was on the stage. And we were playing I don't remember which song it was. But on that song, the bass was thumping. I mean, it was so, it was loud, but like in a good way. And if you've ever, if you've been on a stage, you know, you know how it is. Like the music is, is so loud up there. I mean, so to the point where you're like, I think I got to check my ears after this. But on this particular song, the bass was so loud and it was like vibrating. Like you felt it vibrating the stage and like vibrating your body. And I loved it. I loved the entire thing. I was like, oh my gosh. Like if I had a weak heart, it's, it would probably skip a beat right now. <laughs> That's how like hard this bass is going. But man, you talk about getting into music. Like when you literally like physically feel your body being affected by it. Oh, it it's fun. It's so much fun. And that made me think about so like a couple of weeks ago, I don't even know if it was that long ago, maybe last week, I was driving in my car and normally, as I've said before, I love to listen to music pretty loud in the car. I mean I blast it that that feeling because I like to feel it, you know, that vibration and things like that. That's totally me. I'm that I'm that person, y'all. I apologize. I am that person that like rolls up next to you. And their music is thumping and you just want to roll your eyes and be like, nobody wants to hear your music. Nobody cares. Like that is me. I am so sorry. I do try to to turn it down if I'm at like a stoplight or things like that. But I mean, sometimes I'm just into it <laughs> and I'm sorry, but I love it. But this time I was not listening to my mu- music very loud. I was actually, um, actually just trying to think. I'm not sure exactly what I was thinking about, but I was just thinking, um, not trying to drown out my thoughts or anything like that but while i was thinking uh the song whatever song was playing in the background all of a sudden i don't know if the singer did something or the musician did something but the song pulled me out of my thoughts like it captured my attention because i heard something that sounded so good and i was like ooh i i like that and it and it immediately captured me and i thought about like how amazing is that to either be the writer or the musician or the singer to be able to, to produce something or create something, or to have the skill and ability to be able to capture someone's attention who wasn't even trying, who wasn't even trying to pay attention, right? Like if you can do that with your voice or with your instrument or with your words, you know, if you're a speaker or anything, that's an amazing skill. I would love to be able to do that. I would love to be that type of singer. I sing. And I you know I'm decent, it's fine, but I'm not one of those singers who can do all the riffs and the runs and the really cool things with the control of their voices. I wish I could, um because man, sometimes the things that singers can do all oh, it's just it's fun and in fact, that reminds me there was this girl in Bible college. I went to Bible college for a little bit, and I would always joke that she would not make a good worship leader not because she wasn't amazing and anointed because she was, but because her voice was so good that like whenever she sang, I would be worshiping, but then she would just do something beautiful and immediately I'd be like, oh, you go girl. Like I'm in the middle of being like, thank you, Jesus. I just, okay now, you know, and it would pull me right out of it. <laughs> and I'm like, oh no, you know, like, I I mean, obviously she makes a fantastic worship leader um, in, in wood and everything like that. But I just, sometimes people just have that skill to pull you out of it. And I love it. Now, me, on the other hand, you'll catch me in the bathroom. I still, the other day, I was like, Phoebe, you are in your 30s. What are you doing? I was singing a song. I don't remember what it was, but I was getting into it in the bathroom. And I decided to grab my microphone brush right? Everybody has their microphone brush. If you sing, you know which brush it is when you're in the bathroom. I had this black, it's a black brush, um, kind of thin, one of the thin ones, not the, the fat ones, but the thin ones. And that's the one that I was ready. I like looked in my, my drawer and looked for that one and pulled it out and, and fake sang with that microphone. You guys, I am in my thirties. I am an adult. I did that. And then I reflected on that and was like, Phoebe, what are you doing? <laughs> but it was fun. Sometimes you just got to have fun even when you're by, by yourself. Um, but that does make me think of, so I, I, I liked, so. I don't mean to be, like I said, I always want to be this classy, amazing, you know, just chill person. You guys can tell when I'm trying to get into that person, right? I, I, my voice, I don't talk fast. I just I had the right words to say, can speak with eloquence and all that stuff, but then <laughs> but then life hits and I'm like, I can't. Y'all, I got to be authentic and real. I def- that's definitely a part of me, that is a side of me that comes out, but I also have this other side that is so so silly. And one of the silly things that I do is I'll say certain phrases or words weird every time. Like I'll either say it like from either however I've heard it in in a movie or a song or something like that. And that's just how I'll say it. Like, for example, and I can't think of one exactly, but there is, like, for example, like the the, um, the phrase, let it go, right? Does anybody immediately think of a song when they think of let it go? <laughs> I do. I think of the, um, let it go, let it go, you know, that whole thing. And so they're just like, and I'll say it like that. If I have to say let it go, I can't just – say, oh, you should just let it go. I now have to sing, let it go. You know, <laughs> I have to like, I just say it weird now, you know, or sometimes I will randomly choose to slip into an accent and just start talking in a different, in a different accent just for fun, like a British accent. I'm sure you guys have been there and I'm not trying to make fun of any language. I will never do that. But Sometimes I'm you know what? I think I want to talk like a British person today or right at this moment. I don't know what it is, but I feel like doing it, (laughs) right? Just like that. And I'm not good at it. Like I wish I had the ability or the skill to imitate or impersonate somebody. The different accents. Like some people, they can literally like slip and do all kinds, like slip into accents, like go into accents or sounding like other people with ease. I wish I could. Let's see. Okay here's my, my best British accent. What do I say? <laughs> of course, there's a stereotypical, hello, governor, you know. Um, but I think, like, I try, okay, let's see. I don't even know what words to say. Like, once I get into it, how do I even, like, what do I even say, right? Like, <laughs> like is this even how they sound? And really, it's kind of funny, because I do listen to a um a a British, a British, right, British, not British, <laughs> a British YouTuber. And Sometimes say from listening to him, like after that, I'll be like, say some words just like him. <laughs> you guys are probably listening to this be like, oh my gosh, Phoebe, stop. Okay, I'll stop. But like, for real, it is so much fun to do. Or even if you, sometimes I will, okay, so I don't, I don't think I have a very country accent. But there are times when I have been tired and I have said, I think the more tired I get, than the more kind of country sounding I'll get. Like, for example, one time, this makes me laugh because I remember, I I guess I was tired, it was late, and I told someone to make a ride at the lot. Yes, (laughs) yes, a ride at the lot. (laughs) And I stopped, and I was like, oh, man, oh, oh, I just, I went straight southern on that one. And I can get there sometimes, y'all, like, practicing a southern accent or even practicing, like, a southern bell type of accent. Y'all, it's so much fun. It's way too much fun. I wish I could do like a New York accent um, or like a Boston or something. I remember there's this one guy, I think he was from Boston. I know he was somewhere from the the Northeast and he was, he was joking. He would say, if you want to sound like we sound, um, he'd be like, if you're trying to say car keys, say khakis, like khakis, the color pants. And he'd be like, get your khakis. <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, so anywho, i that's just some of the silly things that I do. Like I said, I will randomly say things in weird accents. I will say words weird at times. And I'm not trying to make fun of anybody. I just think it's it's fun to try to do. Uh, in fact, I believe my I don't know if it was my first year teaching or maybe my first couple of years teaching. I don't know what it was, but I read something. It was a poem and I think I chose to read it sort of like with a British accent. I'm not sure what made me want to do that. And my kids were like, Miss, Miss McGay. Hey, like, what are you, what? And I was like, guys, it's a British accent, like different people speak English, but they can have different accents. And so we talked about the different accents that people had. And we practiced and we were like, let's have a British accent day. And so we tried. And the kids tried and we looked up different videos on the different way that people speak. And we had our own little linguistics day course that day, um, trying to talk about and practice different accents and things like that. Um, and that also reminds me of another time, where just because we're speaking on accents, it was at a a party that a friend of ours had. it was the um it was a new year's type of thing. It was right after we had spent time at church for our you know like the watch night service where you know you go to church and you pray and you bring in the new year and things like that and afterward we over went over our friend's house and while we were there, we were playing games, and i mean it got late maybe like two in the morning something like that, and we were playing something. And a friend of mine, another friend of mine, she and I, I think we just randomly decided to start talking in accents. You know when you get tired and a little loopy. You're like, let's just do something fun. And we were just trying the different ones. I mean, I think our favorite was the British. Like, that's the one we tried the most. But we were trying, like, the British and, like, Jamaican and, you know, Northeastern. It was, it's just fun. That's It's good fun. And definitely, only if you mean it as fun. Like, if you're trying to make fun of people and stuff like that, that's not what we're about here. Um, But... In good fun trying to practice accents or having fun with them. It's just something that I randomly find that I do. That's just part of the silly side of me, right? Um, And right below that in my notes, this is kind of funny. Another sort of silly thing that I do, and I I don't know if I'm alone in this. You have to let me know. But let's say I'm trying to remember something, right? Like, I'm like, oh, I got to remember to do that. And instead of writing it down, which normally I do, I am a huge list person. Um, But instead of writing it down, I'm like, you know what? I just have to remember this for for later on today. Or I just have to remember this for a few more minutes. Let me just think about it. So I'll like repeat it in my head. Like let's pretend I need to remember um, you need to pick up uh, some uh, snack before you go to work or something like that. And I'll think, okay, I need to pick up a snack. 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 And I think... And I think that will work. In my brain, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to forget the snack. You guys, I don't know how many times. It will literally be something that I need to grab like two minutes before I leave the house. And I'll be like, okay, make sure you grab it on your way out. And I will leave without grabbing it on my way out. So I am here to say that if (laughs) you... If you think thinking about it a lot and not writing it down works, it does not work. At least not for me. I have to write it down. And I have to tell myself, like, you're going to remember. I always say that you're going to remember. I mean, I'll do that for, like, phone numbers or the names of things, like the name of a restaurant or something. I'm like, oh, I won't forget that. Oh, I'll remember that. And I don't write it down. And you guys, I forget it every time. I don't remember it. I'm just like, oh, no, I should have written it down. I should have written that number down or whatever that thing was. I should have written it down. And in fact, one of my favorite, I'm such I'm definitely a list person. And one of my favorite apps that I have is called Check This. I'm going to throw that out there, you guys. If you're a list person too, get the Check This app because it is um it is very basic. I downloaded like four or five different list apps and a lot of them needed you to like pay for things or like to to buy for extra stuff and I didn't want to do that and I honestly just wanted something simple Uh, and this is that app has a great way of organizing your list like you could have sort of like the title of your list like maybe it's usually mine are like things to do tomorrow things to get ready for school you know things to do before the weekend things like that and within that you have a list and it has um, sort of like a little underneath each one a bullet but then once you finish it, you click on it and it draws a straight line through what you wrote, but you can still see it, but you can see like how you have accomplished it. It's almost like that check mark, you know, like when you can check things off your list, how good it feels, same feeling, same thing. So I will throw that out there if you are like me and you try to just think about it, but you forget, <laughs> then go ahead and get the check this app uh, and keep, keep all your list there. It is so great because I also used to put my list like in my, my notes and my phone, I have an iPhone but um now i can save my notes for for literally like my notes and my writing and my thoughts and things and leave my list to the my check this list app. So that's one thing that that i definitely want to throw out there. Um and really recently, i think i started this maybe january or february, i can't remember when i did this. In my list, i try to start coming up with one thing that i could look forward to each month. Just something could encourage me or like uplift me or just something to look forward to each month. Because sometimes you get stuck in the mundane. You do. You get stuck in the daily grind and you're just like, Ugh, you know, what do I even got to look forward to? And so in that list app, I simply wrote out, you know, the months of the year, January through December. And next to it, I wrote one thing that I was looking forward to. For example, uh, for the month of April, I mean, there's a lot of good things that happened this month, but I wrote down spring break. <laughs> Because I was looking forward to that week off of school and from work and everything. Um, and I think back in um, in January, I think I would written down, I'd have to go back and look now, but it was uh, our our uh, trip that my husband and I took, our trip to Gatlinburg that we talked about, episode one. Um, that was the, the one thing I was looking forward to. And so I want to throw that out there. That that's, I mean, if there's, if you find yourself kind of getting stuck in things and you're like, my goodness, like, I'm putting my foot one step in front of one foot in front of the. other. Did I say putting my foot? I'm putting my foot in front of one step once one foot. I'm putting my steps. You guys, <laughs> I am walking. There we go. Putting my foot one in front of the other. That's we'll just say it like that. And sometimes it just feels like you know you are going forward. You're doing your thing, but but what do you have to look forward to? And so I would encourage you try to find at least one thing a month that that you know might bring a smile to your face, even if it's something you plan and you think, you know what, I know that on this day and next month, I plan to have a lazy day where I do absolutely not a thing. Or on this day, I know that we're going to celebrate this. Just something to look forward to. And it's a quick look. You know, if you're having just a moment, just glance at it and be like, oh, okay, I've got this coming. Um, it's just something that, that I enjoy that encourages me, something that I like to look at because... Y'all, it's so easy. It's so easy to get stuck in the ground sometimes. <laughs> um, but to have something to look forward to is 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 something I think everybody needs. Um, and not exactly connected to that. But next to my notes, I think it's somewhat semi-connected. I was talking to uh, one of my teacher friends. In fact, one of the coaches that I mentioned earlier, and I don't even know what made us think about this, What what brought us to think about it? I can't remember exactly what it was. But it had gotten around to we asked the question, if we could live anywhere, right? If we could live anywhere in the United States, we did start with the whole world, but we would have to think about a lot of things. So we narrowed it down. If we could live anywhere in the United States for like a year, with there being no consequences or no collateral damage, like you don't lose your job, like almost like time stand stills for you, but you get to live your life, you know, for a year anywhere else. Like where would it be, and what would you do? And I mean, we thought of all kinds of things. I think the best answer. I asked the same question to my um, family the next Sunday, and my mom was like, "Hawaii." I was like, "Oh yeah, that's a good an- that's a good answer. Hawaii sounds good." Uh, so I think I would want to do Hawaii too. I think I'd want to spend like a month in Alaska, though, like a month or two, like one of the summer months. Doesn't Alaska have some of the times where where um like it's sunny like the entire day. I think I think so. I like I know it like when it, it's winter and it's dark it's dark a lot of the time, like more than half the day, but like in the summer I feel like it's the other way around. I don't know much about Alaska, but I would like to experience that for a little bit just to kind of see how it was. Um and it's amazing cuz I think about all of these experiences that we could have, but like the restraints and the constraints of life. Um, that's what I'm looking for. The constraints of life kind of keep us from being able to do those things, but it is kind of fun to think about. Uh, and with that, I also thought about like jobs, like what kind of jobs, if you could literally do anything, even just for a little while, like what would it look like? And I know one of the jobs I would love, and this is not going to come as a surprise to you when you hear it, is I would love to have the experience of being in an audiobook author, reader, person, you know, who reads the books for people, for audiobooks. I remember I always listened to audiobooks as a kid. I mean, we were avid readers and audiobook listeners. And I think now growing up, like the idea of being able to read a book and do the different voices, going back to that whole accent thing and switching things up, (laughs) uh, would just be fun. And like, I find myself now still, if I'm reading a book, sometimes I read it out loud to myself just so I can, you know, read the different accents and and try to sound like the characters and put some feeling into it. Um, That would just be something that would be awesome. And I don't even know how you get into that. I think you have to be a voice actor or something, but that's one of those jobs that's like, that will probably never happen. But I mean, hey, podcasting. It's very similar. It is all just me (laughs) instead of different characters and things like that. But uh, that's a job that I think would be pretty awesome. And another one, when I think about like trying to be, you know, a classy, cool person, I was, I went to go get my hair done this one time. And it was in this building that um, had different, like different offices rented out for different things. And so uh, where I was upstairs were... Um, like hairdresser, dance studio, tutoring, things like that. But downstairs was a gallery, and I needed to go to the restroom, and so I went downstairs, and I had to walk through the gallery to get there. And while I was there, there was this woman, and she looked so classy, and she had this cute outfit and these cute heels, and she was going around showing the gallery to a couple, and I assume maybe like they were, um, like maybe wanting to to have like a reception there or something like that or have an event there and she was just sewing them around and showing them the different rooms and the different like pictures they had and um and I was like that would be fun to do you know just to to be able to dress up y'all I love to dress up but be able to dress up and just kind of you know show a space to people especially if they're excited about it and you're like oh you know this would be like a great you know, a venue for you all. And, and if they're excited and you're like, yes, and this could go here and that can go there and kind of like the event planning type thing, but not quite. I don't know exactly what job that is, but, um, that, that's another job, like, a let's see, a, 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 almost maybe like a salesperson or like an event coordinator or maybe a scheduler. Yeah. Like that uh, sounds fun to me. Those are, y'all, those are just two, two ideas that I had for jobs and things. And of course, um, thinking about like life, if it were if it were different, not not in a bad way. Definitely not saying that I don't enjoy my life and I love like what I do. I love teaching. It's great. You know, I love where I live. Uh, but sometimes you just want to think kind of what, like imagine if it was different, almost like the butterfly effect. Like what if I had made this decision and, and switched it up and like tried something different? And, like how would my life look different and things like that? But you know, that's just, that's just thinking. So, You know, that's all that is. But with that, I will say that's just thinking. But you can still, you know, kind of create moments that you – like moments where you can kind of step outside of yourself. And let me explain. Um, So the last couple of episodes, and it's so funny I've noticed this, I've mentioned Panera, Panera Bread. And I always say, oh, Panera, I'm going to tell you all about that. And then I'll go into some story that happened at Panera, but not why I'm there in the first place. So one of the reasons that I go to Panera Bread, it's in the mornings, hopefully before work, is that um, I, (laughs) like uh, maybe eight months ago, maybe six or eight months ago, I had been listening to my podcast I listen to the most and the podcaster on there was talking about how he goes into, um, I don't know exactly which coffee shop it was, but one of the coffee shops. And he he does his work there. Like, he has his own business. And so he does his work there. He, you know, works on editing his episodes and things like that there. And it just sounded like a really cool vibe, right? And so I was like, okay, like that's where people go like it's almost like a coffee shop a cafe those cool people who have you know the not the nine to five job but keep their own schedules and things and they go there and get stuff done and he was talking about how he goes there frequently and goes there enough to like recognize some people and to know the people who work there and I was just like you know what I want to be a person who does that you know like I want that to be kind of part of like I, I just want to try something different why, like I want to do something new I want to be a person who goes to a cafe or coffee shop and like sit and do work and be cool like that I mean I have to do it at it like anyway so I would do it at home so why not go to to this place and it just so happens that Panera is not too far from me and it's on the way to work and so uh, I was like you know what let me let me try it at my nearby Panera bread and it ends up I decided to go and and I enjoyed it. They had their free Wi-Fi, you know, they had their corners, um they had their tables with the the plugs for your computers. I mean, obviously the things that you know are, are at those places, but I was like, you know what, if I want to meet people like this podcaster in real life or meet and know people who are like how their lives are just different than mine, because I, you know, sometimes I just want to meet somebody different, and like go outside of my bubble. Then I have to put myself in that place to to be there. And so I've been going to the Panera Bread, and as I've mentioned before, I think on the last episode, I've started becoming friends with one of the ladies who works there. Actually, a couple of them, and because they're starting to see me more often, so I'm like, ooh, I'm becoming a regular, you know. <laughs> And I'm starting to recognize other people who come there often. And it's been kind of fun. And it's like building that part of me. Like I wanted to try to do something I saw or in this case heard of something that I wanted to try. And this was something I could do. I can't just up and move to Hawaii and Alaska, right? I can't just change my careers <laughs> in the middle of everything. I mean, I could, but you guys know what I mean. Um, but something that I could do that's small that still is, you know, I guess, gives me a chance to show another part of my identity was to do that. And so now not only do I get to, you know, be a teacher, you know, be a wife, be a praise team singer, but now I can also be be a podcaster. (laughs) But now I can also be a a Panera regular customer, you know, who goes in the mornings and and does work and things like that. And so there are some things that, you know, think about it. What if there's something that – maybe you wanted to try, maybe you want to be a gym person. Y'all, I want to be, I'm getting there. Okay. Slowly, but maybe you want to be a gym person. You're like, maybe I just want to be one of those people who goes to the gym, go to the gym, see what, see what you can get. And you don't have to be successful every time. I've already told you guys, like as much as I try to be a 10 to six person and make it to Panera so far, I have not been able to go as much as I want to. I think I'm trying to shoot to go like three times a week. I make it like once, maybe twice a week, you know, if that. And so it's definitely not something that you have to, you know, all of a sudden it is your lifestyle. You got to do it every single day. But if you can just do parts of it, you know, you can start building community, you know, a lot quicker than you even imagine. And it can just be fun. And it can be just another aspect of your life, which I think is, is great. You know, exploring all the sides of you, you know, the dignified, the silly, the hard worker, you know, all of those things that that make you who you are um and i also wanted to throw out there so a couple of weeks ago i keep saying that because this is every other week podcast okay every other week um i was talking about spring and it's still spring we've had such beautiful weather oh oh you guys and if you're feeling it where you are let's just take a minute and be like yes oh spring it's been so much fun (laughs) Now, where I am, it is kind of up and down. We've had some cooler days, but it's still been pretty beautiful overall. And um, I found that um, I was like, okay, I need to do some spring cleaning, right? And it's that that time of year, you know, I got to clean things out, got to switch out the clothes, which I still have not done. But I did start spring cleaning. And while I was doing that, I opened up the windows. And y'all, y'all know me. I mean, I get, I get just like, warm fuzzies when the light comes through the, the, the blinds and the window the right way. So I open up the window on a warm day and the breeze comes in and I'm just like, wow, isn't life grand? (laughs) You know, I mean, it feels so good and it felt so refreshing and just the spring air and y'all, I really do feel like I heard some birdies. Okay. (laughs) Either there were some real life birdies or there were birdies in my mind and my head, but I, I feel like I heard some birds chirping and it was just so beautiful to have the the window open and to feel the breeze going through and to just like bring in the fresh air, you know, get that dust, clean it all up. It was so great. And it reminded me of this one podcast that I do like to listen to called Nothing Much Happens. And there's an episode on there. It's one of her early episodes. And I think it's called Front Door and the Back Door. I'll probably link it in the description <laughs> Y'all see how I did that? Link it in the description. That's what podcasters say, right? <laughs> uh, I'll probably um link link it in the description. But really, though, uh, Nothing Much Happens is the name of the podcast. And what it is, it's a podcast that's supposed to help you fall asleep. That's its purpose. And the author and the um, the speaker, she writes these short stories that she reads. And she'll read it the first time, you know, slow and with her calm soothing voice, you know, because she's there to help you fall asleep. And then she'll read it again, but a little bit slower the next time. Um, So about 15 minutes each time she reads it or, you know, give or take enough to where it's about a 30 minute podcast, but her stories are all so relaxing. I mean, check it out They're Like, even if you're not trying to fall asleep, if you're just trying to rest, it's, I don't want to call it like meditation, but it's like the stories are just peaceful. They're like, things to just think about that, um, that just the warm, cozy things of the world, you know, like just the refreshing things she writes about. And and it's called nothing much happens because she's like, you know, it's not going to be a crazy story. It's not going to be one that you have to pay attention to every detail. I mean, it's there to help you fall asleep. And, and I, I mean, it's a great one. I've listened to a few of them, but my, I think my favorite one is the front door and the back door, I think is what it's called. And it's just very peaceful, very relaxing, and and helps you fall asleep. And y'all know, like speaking of spring, that there is nothing quite like taking a nap uh, on the back, on your back porch, right? Especially if you have a screened in back porch. Yeah, yeah. We got a screened in back porch. And let me tell you that a nap on that, like on the back, on the furniture, just laying down with the breeze, with the warmth, I mean, with... The sun's starting to set, but still, you know, I don't want to go to bed out there, so we can't have it too late, right? But with the sun there, maybe the sun's starting to set a little bit and just getting you a nap, even a daytime nap. Y'all, I can do daytime naps. Like, my husband always jokes because I can sleep with the lights on and he has to have it, like, pitch black. But I'm having that nap is, like, with the breeze, it's with the screened-in and porch, and I do have to emphasize, y'all, I do have to have a screened-in porch because I can't do bugs, okay? I can't do the flies. I can't do the bees. I can't do the wasp. I know some people are so unbothered by them, but I—that that is not me. I am very freaked out by them. <laughs> I do not want to be around them, especially if I'm trying to sleep. Uh, as much as I love spring, that is one thing that I can just, we can let that go. Bugs and allergies. Allergies, 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 you guys. I am in my 30s, and I think that I've just now developed allergies. Like, uh, the last couple of years, I think I felt it a little bit, but this year, I I finally know, I think, what people are talking about when they talk about allergies. I used to be like, oh, you know, they've got allergies. They just need to take their Benadryl. They'd be all right, you know. Mm -mm. This year, for this past month, I tell you what I've been waking up with my nose running every day. it's been stuffy, my throat's been scratchy, my eyes have been watery, and I'm like is is this the allergies that everybody's talking about? Is this what I have? <laughs> I do not like this, um so yes, spring is amazing aside from allergies and bugs okay, that we can just let that go, <laughs> but I do like taking that nap on the on the back porch and Really, I'm a huge nap person, period. I mean, I can do like the 20, 30-minute naps. I can do the three-hour-long naps. Y'all, I can, I can go to town on these naps sometimes. And it's not always good, especially if, you know, you actually do have to get up the next day. Um, taking a nap doesn't quite help you go to bed later. But if you know you don't have to get up the next day and you just – you're exhausted. Because a lot of times, like, I, I won't take a nap because I'm like, okay, if I go to sleep now – I'll I'll end up staying up late and, you know, that's not good. But if I'm feeling tired and I know I don't have to get up the next day, you know, 5 p.m. to 7 p.m., I am sleeping. (laughs) And then I'll get up and stay up as late as I need to. And really, sometimes it doesn't affect my sleep. Isn't that weird how that works? Like if you know you have to get up the next day, it feels like harder to fall asleep and to get up. But if you don't have to get up the next day, it's almost like, You can go right to sleep and and get up without your alarm. I don't know why that's the case, but that's just how it is. That's kind of like when you're on a plane, a plane is not a good place to take a nap. And, and I say that because the plane should ideally be a good place to take a nap. Like I always intend to fall asleep, right? Like if you're going around on a plane, usually you're going for a few hours at least and You're like, I just want to get there. You don't have to worry about driving, and especially if you're anxious riding a plane anyway. You're like, just just get me there. Let me fall asleep and get there. But I find that when I'm on a plane, I go to sleep, and I think – Like, I'm slept for three hours, right? I'm sleeping, I'm tossing, I'm turning, I'm sleeping, I'm sleeping. And I get up and I'm like, surely we are almost there. And it'd be like 20 minutes have passed, 10 minutes have passed. I'm like, what? I know I slept longer than that. So I feel like it's the reverse with naps on the plane. Those do not do me well, right? I do not like those naps. But another time to have a nap, and since, I mean, since we're on the subject of naps in the springtime. Naps in the wintertime are great in front of the fire, right? And the fireplace, not like the fire outside camping fire. Well, my husband, he might he might like that. He likes to camp. But the fireplace, like sleeping beside it, like on the couch, cozying up and just kind of like drifting off to sleep to the cackling as long as it doesn't pop too loud, like sometimes it does, and just the warmth of it, that's a really good a really good nap nap too. Um And it's kind of funny talking about camping. My husband and I, we always joke that um, when we first started talking, we were talking, you know, getting to know each other and things like that. And we um, connected to, we both like nature. We both love the beauty of nature, but we both enjoy it differently. Like my husband, he wants to be in it. He will camp. I mean, he's gone camping. He's hiked mountains. Like he does those things. And I, I love nature. From a distance, right? Like I, I don't, I can see the mountain, but I don't have to hike up the mountain. Like I can see the lake, but I don't have to get in it. I can, I can be on a boat on it. Like I can do that. Um, you know, I can see the forest, but if there's not a paved kind of walkway through it, I don't need to walk through it. I can appreciate it from a distance. Um, and that's and we always joked like I like our ideal versions of of hiking or walking. Like his is legit hiking, and mine is like. As long as there there's a paved road, you know, through through the woods or through the time, then then I am okay doing that. And we actually just went to a park the other day. We were driving past to kind of see the new things that they added. They had added uh, like just I think new new basketball courts, pickleball courts, tennis courts, all the things you see at a playground. And it made me think about. Um, how playgrounds have changed. I don't know if you've noticed, uh, being at a school, I've noticed, and some of the same things aren't there. Now, in our community playground, they have swings, which I love swings. Swings are like my top tier Playground equipment again—it's the breeze. I don't know what it is with me and breezes, but something about—I guess feeling the wind against my skin and my face, and just the freedom. I don't know what that is, but I love the breeze of of swinging on the swings. You know, it's great. And then you look up at the sky, and it's beautiful, unless you're on your stomach doing the Superman. You know, uh, swinging. I think is my top tier, number one playground equipment. Right. But followed by that is this one that I don't see as much anymore, and that is the merry-go-round. And I don't know quite how old you have to be to have experienced the merry-go-round. I know they're not – I don't see them at least in the same way in schools anymore. But the merry-go-round used to be this big, round, metal, spinny thing, right, with uh, metal bars that you can hang on to. And – all the kids would jump on hang on get towards the middle and if you were the biggest kid or the oldest kid you pretty much got tasked with being the person to hold onto the bar and run to spin that thing around right you're the one pushing everybody and and if you were the pusher it was kind of this fine dance between you had to go fast enough to get it spinning but then you had to know when to let go otherwise you would just fall and crash into the ground <laughs> um with the with the ride still going with the merry-go-round still going um, and you know we've we've all done it we've all had to be the the spinner or the uh, the runner I don't know what we called them but we also all had our chances on it and i remember you would be you'd start out in the middle but the next thing you know you're getting like flung out to the side i don't know what science process that is centrifugal force maybe <laughs> i don't know <laughs> fact check me on that but it's you know where you're in the center and all of a sudden like the faster you get your body kind of goes towards the edge and you hang on to the bar and if you're small i remember like legs flopping and flying behind you and you could either at that time uh, let go and go flying in the air and crash to the ground or the uh, Uh, merry-go-round would slow down and you would eventually start being your feet would drag the ground (laughs) Um, but that was a really fun ride that I don't see anymore which I could almost understand why but man they kind of need to bring that back that was fun and the other one that I don't see very much is the seesaw like your basic seesaw like the big metal pole with the the wooden seats on either end I don't feel like I see that as much anymore and Honestly, though, like thinking back on how what we did with that, I can kind of understand. I remember in fifth grade, I mean, first off, it was just one on one. I mean, you're trying to jump that thing and like bounce as high as you can. And you come back down hard on that wooden seat. I mean, it was not comfortable, but it was fun. But we also did this thing where one person would stand on the um, seat at one end and like a whole group of kids, like six, seven or eight of us would jump on the other end to get the the kid flying through the air. Right. And I mean, it was fun, but it was dangerous. And some kids were brave enough to do it. Some of us weren't me. (laughs) I was with the group jumping, but I was not going to be brave enough to stand on the other end. But some of us would do that. And I, I can kind of see why they don't do that anymore. That is pretty dangerous. Um, it's funny thinking now now that I'm the teacher, I have to think like, man, imagine being the adult <laughs> in that situation. You're like, guys, don't don't do that. You know, having to keep your eye on on the children. But um but that was fun. Those those were the good old days. And now they still have some of the similar things, like we've got monkey bars at our school. We've got the slide. Uh, we don't have metal slides anymore. Good thing, because that would burn people. Uh, but we do have the plastic slides, and those are pretty fun. Um, I'm not a huge slide person, but only because, like, slides are over too quickly. Like, if to really enjoy it, you kind of need a really long slide, and it's never quite long enough. Maybe as a kid, it would feel longer, because I, I go down it sometimes when I'm playing with my kids at school. Um, and it just, it's over in like two seconds, but I feel like it's over for them in like two seconds, maybe two and a half. And so it's like, you climb up this ladder, you get ready and then you slide down and it's all over with. Um, so the slides have great potential, but unless it was like a long, huge slide, I feel like it would let me down a little bit, you know, not to like dog on slides or anything, but, but I mean, it's, it's not bad. It has stood the test of time and, and of safety apparently. So, so kudos to the slides and things like that. <laughs> But anywho, you guys, all right, so I'm going to start wrapping this up. Um, thank you so much for listening. Oh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> I wanted to throw out one more thing. I just saw this in my notes, and that was, so, and, and I'll be quick, I'll be quick. Um, we had a, a rally at our ch- our church, so it's like a service, a youth service for young people, kind of like ladies' conference, but this one was for, for young people, so men and women uh, or boys and girls, teens or whatever. Um, And I got the opportunity to sing at that rally as well. And while I was there, right after I got done singing, I had a solo that night, which made me very anxious. You guys, even if you've done it a million times I th- you still get anxious sometimes being in front of people and doing your thing. And I was very nervous, I was especially nervous singing in front of young people um because I was like they're young, I'm old, like they're going to think, "Oh, she's old, she ain't cool," you know. So I was just nervous about that. But I got off the stage and this young girl in this green dress, I mean, she stood out cuz it was all green, kind of that pretty um I don't even know how to describe it. Oh, what's the kind of I don't want to say like a jungle green like the crayon, which I loved that color by the way, but it was this kind of bright green dress and she came up to me. She doesn't know me, I don't think, and she gave me a side hug and was like, you did so good. That was so awesome. And like that was it. She gave me a few words of encouragement. I don't know the exact words, but that was the gist. And I was just like, thank you. Thank you so much. And I I wanted to end on that note because I wanted once again to just Encourage anybody, if you have something kind to say, please don't be afraid to do it. Please don't keep it to yourself. You never know what your words of encouragement will mean to someone, even to the someone who's done it before. Like showing up, like mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, showing up for somebody or um or or cheering them on, or saying some words of encouragement, even if they've done it for a long time, even if it's their hundredth time doing it, or if it's their first time doing it, it means so much. And it can mean so much, um, to that person. And, and I'm, and I'm definitely one, you know, you guys know, I've said it, you know, even if the person doesn't quite show the appreciation, you know, what you did, it feels good if, you know, do it for them, but also do it for you, you know, be that person. Um, but it meant so much that she said that. And so, Anytime you can give any type of positive affirmation, I would encourage it. It's And I I just remind you of it because I have to remind myself. One of the things I love about doing this podcast is that it holds me accountable to doing the things that I say. It's things that I think all the time. You know, obviously these are random thoughts that come from my head. But being able to say it and to put it out there and to let other people know that, yes, this is how I think. This is who I want to be. It causes me to be accountable. In fact, um, one of my teacher friends, and I, I am wrapping up, I promise, um, at school, I was, I don't know what I was discouraged about. I can't even remember. Uh, and he was like, hey, you got to stay positive, right? Like your podcast. He had he had thrown something out like the podcast. And I was like, yeah, yeah, that's right. I was like, thank you. Thank you for holding me accountable. And thank you for showing me your support by saying that you listen to the podcast. <laughs> But truly though, like I that's one thing I love about this, and that's one thing, one reason why I just mention it i you know for myself, for you, if you're listening, yes, but also for me, and for anybody, and this could be your first episode, so hey, um, if you get a chance to encourage somebody to say something kind or nice don't be afraid to do it. Don't talk yourself out of it. I think that's the biggest thing is we can talk ourselves out of it. Don't do that. Talk yourself into it. Give yourself reasons for doing it um, and make somebody's day that way. And I, like I said, I wanted to kind of end there and um, I'll quickly, I look, my music segment, I don't quite have time for it, but I'm going to throw out there. I like, I listened to classical music this past week. I had a classical music phase, but there's this one opera song Oh, my goodness, you all. I can't think of the name of it. Uh, it's spelled, or I can't think of how to s- oh, say it. T-U-R-O-N-D-O-T. Turandot? 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 Tur- I don't know, but it's the guy who's like, Y'all, oh, okay. I'll have to, okay, next next episode. Well, maybe not the next episode because the next episode, I'm hoping to have a special guest but maybe the episode after that I will bring this back up and I will have the name of it and I will have something to say about it Um, I do know which one it is but I want to actually make sure I say the right thing so I'm going to hold off on that and I just want to once again say thank you to all my friends and family who've let feedback if you haven't Hey, that's okay. If you want to, do it. Yay. I'll love it. I'll appreciate it. Send me the text. Send me the message. Uh, Like on Instagram. uh, Leave a five-star review. (laughs) Um, Rate. Leave a five-star rating. And did you guys know, y'all, I didn't know this, and I've been listening to podcasts for the last few years, that on Spotify, that podcasters can ask a question, and then if you listen on Spotify, you can answer it. I didn't even know that was a thing. It's called, like, the interact page or something. And it like pops up when you go to listen to the episode or the show, I think it's per episode. And I had no idea until I started podcasting, but I was able to ask questions on there and I did have someone respond and it was so encouraging. Um, so if you're on Spotify and you're like, Hey, okay, I can interact that way. Maybe I don't get on Instagram or do anything like that, but Hey, feel free to leave um, a message on there. That would be awesome too. But anyway, as I said, I do want to end there. I do want to end by saying thank you. Uh, I greatly appreciate everybody who listens i am still very much amazed by um the number of of listens and plays that i've gotten you guys i was like it's going to be me and mom and maybe my close besties and that's it like i was like three, three to five people max. And you guys have blown it out of the water. And I absolutely love and appreciate that. So thank you so much. And I will stop. Okay, I'll stop saying thank you. I could do this for like 10 more minutes. I'll stop saying thank you. You guys know I appreciate it. Um, And I will see you guys in the next episode. Oh, y'all, I think it's going to be a good one. I think my first guest is coming. It's up to her. That's why I say I think She's a very special lady. She means the world to me. She gave me birth. (laughs) That doesn't give you a hint. Uh, And I'm so excited to have her on, hopefully, this next episode. If not, it will definitely be sometime soon. So thank you guys for listening. I hope you all have fantastic weeks and a fantastic rest of your day. And I will see you guys in a couple weeks.